0: Welcome to another episode of the Total R&B Podcast. And today I have an artist who is a singer-songwriter from Memphis, Tennessee. He has a beautiful, angelic, like heavenly, but powerful voice. Um, He's often compared to artists like Tevin Campbell Elder Barge, and Beyonce, and he released his debut EP back in 2019 called The Red Room that we're going to get into a little bit, but welcome to the Total R&B Podcast, Jay Howell.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. Nice to meet you, Lorena.
0: Nice to meet you too, and I'm so thankful that you came and you know took some time out of your day to talk with me. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, because I discovered you during the pandemic. Okay. <laughs> I was basically, I was sitting here at my computer. I was doing work, Mm-hmm. And I was playing some playlist on Tidal. I don't even know what it was, but it was an R&B playlist. And you know when you're done with a playlist, like it just continues playing like similar songs or suggested artists and all that stuff. So they were playing stuff and I was just, you know, working. And your song, uh, my everything came on. <laughs> and when I tell you, I just started to get like goosebumps. And I picked up my phone. And I'm like, who is this? So I saw it. And from that point on, that song was on repeat for the rest of the night.
1: I appreciate it. Yeah, that's the quarantine song. Everybody loved my everything.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like, you don't understand. Like, all the other songs, it was cool, but Uh I just, I was typing and I just got goosebumps. It was like so crazy to just stop everything and just, I had to see who it was. And then the next day, I'm like, okay, let's take the song off a repeat. And then I found out you had an EP. So then I got into that. And that's just. Love it, love it. So thank you. When I have artists on for the first time, um, there is a question that I always start off with. So, what is your first memory of r and b music?
1: First memory um the first memory that comes to mind, I would say,, um, oh, I don't know. gee, <laughs> kind of out. I don't know. Well, so a memory that stands out to me is when uh, I think I think my dad was in the hospital. I was a kid um, and I was introduced to Ruben Studdard flying with wings. So it was his version, his rendition. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how that relates to this, but th- that's just something that stands out. And I, I was just in love with, you know, music. And that was just a dope moment.
0: Okay. Yeah. You know what? I always wonder too, like the story with Ruben Stetter, because, you know, he came from American Idol. Yeah. He blew up and then he kind of just kind of put it away. But I guess um, we also don't know, too, what happens behind the scenes, like how people also take the fame as well.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ruben Stetter. Yeah. No, that was that was a good rendition.
1: It was a moment. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I remember that. Yeah. So then in your household, like what kind of music do you remember listening to that your parents would play or aunts, uncles?
1: Yeah. So growing up, my mom, she, well, I'm from Memphis, so it's a lot of blues, of course. Uh, So anything from Johnny Taylor to the B.B. King to um, my mom was a huge uh, Gerald Levert fan. We had a lot of Gerald Levert, Luther Vandross, just some of everybody, Um, but just real good, good soul, good soul singing, good R&B um yeah
0: and that does that influence your music today
1: I think so for sure um especially just like I said the soulful part of it and just the music being meaningful um that's something I always want to continue to cater to and you know I just grew up like off just real heartfelt music and not everything has to be um toxic and combative you know it's okay to still be in love and you know And I just remember what that music did, you know, in my household and for my family and for my mom and the moments that we created. And, you know, just her cooking and listening to certain songs, you know, that those are memories in my mind. And I just want to do the same with my my music.
0: No, you're definitely doing that because, like I said, from that first song that introduced me to you, like, Mm. I just you just feel it. Yeah. (laughs) Your voice is just out of this world. And a lot of people sing. A lot of people could sing a song. They could hit a note. But to just have that feeling like, I'm not even going through whatever it is you were going through. And I just feel it. Like, you just connect to the music, right? So, like, growing up for you personally, like, are there any artists that you studied? Because your range is crazy. The Like, everything.
1: I think a lot of things just kind of fell in my lap, you know, honestly, um, and just a gift from God. I feel like um, growing up, the first artist I was like ever introduced to, and like just listening to music in general, was Christina Aguilera. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, head over heels in love. Like, I loved everything. I loved the grit. I loved the growl. Like, I'm like, okay, she's phenomenal. And it just, you know, kind of grew as as more as I dive more into music and, like, wanting to sing. You know, of course, I had to, like, start listening to different artists. And, you know, I had the time periods for Usher. And, you know, I love Beyonce and uh, Miguel. It's just a lot of people that I just kind of, I feel like, you know, learn from and um, that I'm inspired by and, yeah just a a nice mixture of people
0: so now today like when you get those comparisons like I see Mm -hmm. articles and I see people that are interviewing they compare your voice to all these great singers like Elder Mm -hmm. Barge and Beyonce and Tevin Campbell like how does that feel because those are like huge names
1: absolutely um it's a little overwhelming only because I never wanted to be that negative behind it all you know um And I always want people to, you know, know that I'm me at the end of the day. Uh, But, I mean, I love it. And those, like you said, those are impeccable artists, amazing vocalists. So, to be even considered in that realm, you know, is amazing. And, you know, I'm grateful for it.
0: No, of course. But I do, like, I think it's it's just sometimes easier for people to, like, compare. Yeah. Get, like, a, a comparison point or whatever. But I do see the uniqueness in your voice like Thank you. it's something Well, from in my opinion it's something we haven't heard like before especially in this like time yeah not at all so i appreciate you sharing your talents with us cuz i love every bit of it Thank um, you. you're welcome so how did that come about uh the song my everything i know you probably answered this question like 50 11 times
1: i really haven't i don't think i've answered it as much. Um, but I actually wrote it in 2018. Okay. And it was a showcase. I I forgot, but I was this was when I was back living in Memphis. It was a showcase that happened. And um, I just wanted to try it out. I was like, you know, I wrote this song. I just want to sing it for the crowd just to see how they feel about it. I sung it and I didn't really get much of a reaction, but I got a reaction out of a few people, and it was just like, okay, well, maybe it's you did it's just not a good song. This was before I put River on Matt as well. So I didn't even consider recording the song because the response I got at the show, it wasn't, you know, what I expected. Um, I forgot all about the song. Sometime during quarantine, um, I was doing a lot of live videos and I was doing a lot of um, Red Room concerts. And somebody was like, they coming." in and was like, hey, whatever happened to that song you performed back in Memphis? And they were saying like, you were saying, ain't nobody gonna break my heart or something like that. And I was like, dang, I forgot all about the song. So just one random day. You know, quarantine was just depressing, I feel like for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, And I was really, like, in a place of, like, not knowing what to do creatively. And I just wanted to make content. So I'm like, okay, I can't really go in the studio right now. So let me just get my camera, sit down. I mean, I sing all day anyways. And I'm always, like, sometimes rehearsing. Um, So I'm like, just, you know, make a video. And I'll just post, like, a little, you know, a little clip. Did the video. um, Posted it. And it went crazy. And, like, everybody was just like, please drop this song. So I finally just, um, well, I didn't go and record it. I just stripped the audio from the video and uploaded the audio out. <laughs> and, yeah. And it's literally, like, one of my best, I would say, one of my best songs.
0: No, I would definitely agree. And I find it so crazy. Like, I, it happens a lot. Like, songs that, I guess, didn't receive initially such a big response. A couple of months or years later, it turns out to be, like, one of your biggest songs or a fan favorite and stuff like that. It's so funny how things work out how they're supposed to.
1: Yeah, because, I I, like I said, I had no intentions of the song being what the song is and people loving it the way they did. It was just a video just to feed the fans that was already there. And I'm like, look, I got this video. It's just some content, you know, but they definitely hit it up.
0: I'm happy you did that because that is one of my favorite songs that I still, if I listen to it, I have to listen to it more than once. Okay. <laughs> it's not like a one-time thing. I just, I don't know. I just love it. And then you did release your EP, mm-hmm. uh, The well, Red Room.
1: Album now. I, I kept saying EP, but it's an album.
0: Okay. So it is an album. Yeah. Okay. So I, you released the album, The Red Room, uh-huh. but I did hear at first you didn't want to release it. Yeah, no. Why?
1: I think it was a, a mixture of things. It was an artist thing, because, you know, that that's my that was my first project. Um and I just wasn't really sure, you know, and, and going back to the whole voice thing and like, you mm-hmm. know, not hearing something sound like me. Mm-hmm in a while, you know, how you want to put that? Um, that was also scary because I feel like I was going against the time, you know what I'm saying? I'm going against what, what's trendy and what's like what everybody is doing. So that's always scary. I, I think for a lot of R&B artists, you know, what I'm saying, because R&B doesn't get the shine that, you know, it should get right now. Um, so that was scary from an artist's perspective. And then uh, i think i i was just kind of tapped out like emotionally with you know what i was going through at the time of writing the album so i didn't want to like relive it i don't know i was just over it i feel like i got the songs out let me work on something new i want a fresh start but my manager um when he finally when i met him he came to the studio and he listened to the songs at first he was just sitting there so i thought he didn't like it i'm like dude you can leave if you don't like it you know because <laughs> <laughs> he won't he wasn't my manager at the time but yeah. uh we got done playing the songs he was like dude this this s is amazing i'm like okay cool and he was like you got to put it out and i had every excuse in the book like why why it wasn't ready and like you know but it was just my nerves and even with the new album like i'm still kind of on edge but i'm just going for it because you know you gotta go for it
0: yes so thank (laughs) you to your manager (laughs)
1: shout out
0: to him for giving you that push because sometimes you need that because I find with a lot yeah. of artists or even any creatives, we always doubt ourselves.
1: Yeah, biggest critics. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: it's ourselves. So I, I think what I'm learning through this podcast, interviewing different singers singers, is that um it's so important to have a good team Absolutely. around you and people that really believe in you because sometimes you need that person to be like, no, 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 no. you got it. This is yeah. it. We need to move forward. We need to do this. So yeah shout out to your manager how did you how did you two meet
1: so actually um before i started doing music full-time um, i worked in home health care okay um most i forgot my manager that my manager and him were friends okay. and got how it all unfolded but basically um she knew she found that i could sing and she ended up connecting the dots and um, was like, I got this friend guy, he works in music, X, Y, Z. And I was just, y'all know you should just meet. And he came by the studio that day, um, played the songs and yeah, we just kind of hit it off from there and just been rocking ever since.
0: Super, super, super dope. Okay, and then, so speaking more of the Red Room now, Mm -hmm. so I see like, cause I follow you on Instagram. So I see now you have like sold out shows,
1: yeah and
0: it's so cool to see now like when you're performing like the audience is singing like word for word <laughs> every song which is so beautiful to see so for you like describe mm. that feeling like how does it feel to have that type of response
1: yeah so I still have to like keep myself under control because in my mind I want to be like oh hey. like I you know just want to like talk to them and be like I don't know I just kind of lose it but I'm like okay I'm performing so let me just keep thinking but i don't know i get super giddy I, I, I that's my favorite part the fan interaction especially when we like you know i break it down and we do like a cappellas um it's it's mind blowing you know i don't think i would ever get used to something like that you know what i'm saying um yeah it's it's a beautiful thing
0: yeah no it's it's amazing it's amazing to see that and then also another moment that i did see um that mm-hmm. was so cool was you were like out with your friends uh-huh. And there was a saxophone player that was playing your song. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I actually. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What was she saying?
0: No, no, no. Go tell, tell, tell the story.
1: Yeah, I was. Well, I was going to say my Atlanta show that I just did at City Winery. I actually had him open the show up, which was super super dope. And he did an amazing job. The crowd loves him. But yeah, we were. um I don't know. What was that? This the Beltline. I think that's the Beltline area in Atlanta. Yeah, we just ride scooters. And like the song was going off. I didn't hear it at first. Uh, and my friend was like, uh, "We that's your song playing. We like, I'm like, nah, I can't really hear it. So we started riding towards that direction. And as we got closer, like I said, it was going off. I'm like, oh, that is my song. So we pulled up. And um, my friends would just tell him like, you know, like, yo, that's his song. And he was just like, he didn't even know, like, he didn't know what I looked like. He just knew the song and he knew he had been listening to it. And he played it back and I got, you know, he gave me a mic and we just made a moment out of it. It was super dope.
0: Yeah, no, that was so cool to see. Like, I I don't know. I love seeing those type of things, especially for, yeah. like, a new artist that's just, like, rising and rising. So mm-hmm. that was so cool to see. So in this whole Red Room era, we'll say this is what it is. Like, uh-huh. what has been, like, maybe one or two of your favorite moments so far?
1: Um, Favorite moments. Um, oh. It would have to be just the shows, like, in... Well, for one, selling out because I just recently started doing, you know, putting together my own shows and mm-hmm. going through city winery. Shout, city winery, shout out to city winery as well. Um, they basically like, you know, helped me put together a mini tour to where I'm able to hit, you know, different cities. But um, that's been that that's been a surprise, just being able to sell out the shows um, because I don't know. I just I just can't believe that you know that many people show up and buy you know buy tickets to come see me i don't know it's still just kind of Uh, (laughs) mind-blowing and it would have to be i don't know just the spread of it all you gotta understand i dropped that in 2019 i don't count 2020 because covid happened and it was so much just going on to where we couldn't really move Mm -hmm. Uh, but just to know that i have a almost three-year-old project it'll be three years in august um people are just now you know, well, not just now, but a lot more people are, you know, recognizing and it's getting the attention that it deserves and just seeing the growth and seeing the fan base that it's connecting with and, you know, just, I don't know, and just seeing what it's doing in people's lives, I think that's just, like, mind-blowing, you know, um, so I'm that's just excited.
0: crazy that you said three years, because a lot of times projects don't last that long, because you know how today people We'll listen to a project, and then two weeks later, you don't really hear too much about it. They're kind of like, "Okay, we need the tour. We need the tour." They need something like immediately, yeah, for people to be, you know,
1: listening
0: to this for three years straight, seeing you on tour, asking when you're coming back. They still want to hear these songs. Like, that's dope.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. So, yeah, that's been that's probably been the most exciting part of it all, and just like I said, seeing it grow and especially for an a album that I didn't even really want to put out. So <laughs> it's even better.
0: And it's so good. It's like a classic album. Like I was listening, it, listening scary, to it.
1: That's scary. Like somebody told me, they was like, yo, you got your classic. And I'm just like, that's, that's a scary thing.
0: <laughs> no, but it's true. Like I was trying, because I listen to albums and like sometime later, like I try to figure out like, okay, like what are my favorite tracks? Yeah. And honestly, I can't pick one on this album at all like it's such a dope album like from top to bottom so that's amazing and for it to really be like an album you were kind of like uh don't really want to put this out (laughs) like whatever that's crazy
1: yeah i don't know i just you know i was all over the place and (laughs) i think like i said i think it's just an artist thing and you know i'm just an overthinker at heart um Maybe it's a Leo thing. I'm not sure, but.
0: (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Oh, but then that means your birthday is coming up. August 19th. Yes. Do you have any plans? I'll actually
1: be on my birthday. Sorry? I said I'll actually be shooting all day on my birthday. Um, A new visual. So I probably won't do anything on my birthday. Maybe the day after do a dinner or something. I don't really want to do much this year. I'm really just trying to just work
0: okay okay because yes we have the new album that is coming out september 9th is the date that i saw honest yes yes which is great because that's like right around my birthday so
1: okay virgo
0: yes i have a new album to play around that time so (laughs) what can we expect from this album that's different than the red room
1: so first expect it to not be red room um it's and I, it's just I don't know it's it's a different world I feel like for me, um, a lot more up temp not up tempo but more mid tempo. You know, Red Room was very like slow and and heavy and kind of dark. Mm-hmm. This more of a mixture. You got your dark songs. You got the more vibrant uh, make you want to move a little bit, um, and just me kind of pretty much showing like different different sides of me as well. Um, because I also, you know, with Red Room, it was so heavy R&B. And, you know, I kind of want to just show more of that, you know. It's a little more diversity going on over here as well. Okay. But it's a great album. I I'm, I'm can't believe I'm saying it's a great album because mm-hmm. just a few weeks ago, I was just like,
0: ah! Oh, no.
1: Yeah. But Me, <laughs> it's me. I'm like, oh, it's missing something. It's missing something. So now I'm just like, I'm not I'm not touching nothing. I'm not working on nothing. I've, I already announced the date. So... I can't go back on it, um, yeah. But I mean, I'm I'm proud of it. I think it's I think the fans are gonna love it, and yeah, it shows a lot of growth.
0: Are you working with the same uh, producer, or have you been working with new people?
1: Yeah, so this project I collab with a few different uh, producers and songwriters. Um, so that was exciting. Um, I also.
0: What did I? I didn't. Well, I had a
1: collab on Red Room, so I probably it was about the same amount two collabs on the new album. Um, but yeah.
0: Okay. Can you let us know about any of the collabs, or is it like top secret? We got a
1: secret, but I also don't want to let y'all know <laughs> 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 I already just, you know, just happen, And if people love it, they love it, you know.
0: Okay. And what about the two singles that you released um, last year? It was uh, Let It Die and Why You Hurting Me. Well, those two be on the album or no?
1: No, those are the songs I just kind of put out just to feed. Um, okay. It was just songs dear to my heart. And I'm like, you know, I just want to drop something right now. So, but yeah, they won't be on the album. Um, it will be 18 songs on the album, which is for oh, me to say, wow. but yeah.
0: So, so, so dope. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then um, the first single from that album, are we going to get that soon?
1: Okay. Um, so I'm guessing it's going to be my single since I am dropping it before the album, but I really don't like to like say it's a single. I okay. just, I would rather the fans choose it, but I am dropping a song. It's called Right For Me. Um, and I'm aiming to drop it around my birthday, if not on my birthday. I'll let you know that I didn't announce it yet. Cause yeah, it wasn't set in stone. Okay. Okay. I think I'll drop it on my birthday, which is a Friday, so it'd be a perfect day.
0: Yeah, I think that's meant to be, because music comes out Friday. Yeah. So I think that would be super dope. So it's like a double celebration.
1: hmm
0: Oh, yeah, that would be cool. So for, well, not this project, but in the future, is there anybody that is on your wish list that you hope to collaborate with, whether it's an artist or a producer?
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, a lot of people. Um, Of course, Beyonce. I love Beyonce. Um, Miguel. I would love to work with Chris Brown. Um, I think, like, I want to, I would love to do something with, like, Ed Sheeran.
0: Ooh, yeah.
1: It'll be just something. I don't know. I think it'll be something special, though. Um, I'm trying to see. Who else? I would love to do something with K. Michelle. We're both from Memphis. I think that'll be super, super dope for the city.
0: That would be because both of your voices are out of this <laughs> world, so that would be so dope.
1: And she's diving into the country and I'm like, I want to dive into the country a little bit. So I think okay. that's super dope just to put that twang on there. Um, But yeah, I think
0: that's about
1: it. That's coming to my mind right now.
0: Okay. Wait, you got to also tell me about Memphis too, because I've never been. So mm-hmm. like if anybody wants to go to Memphis, what are like three spots that you would recommend?
1: As far as just going out, food, or just in general?
0: Okay, so one for going out, one for food, and then just another place.
1: So I haven't been, I mean, a lot has changed since I moved, so. Okay. But my favorite place to go to when I get in town, um, it's a place, and they have like barbecue, it's a barbecue spot, it's called Cozy Corner, it's downtown. If you have never been, you go check it out. It's good. Like really, really good. Like I just got hungry just thinking about it. <laughs> Um, I don't really know what spots. I'm trying to think. Like, what's I don't have. I don't really.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: downtown Bill Street is always nice in the daytime. Okay. <laughs> so you go out there, go in the daytime. <laughs> don't. <go there>. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you know it depends. Some you know Memphis can be a lot sometimes, but um, but yeah, riverfront is always nice to go view. Um, and that's all I got. Cause yeah. Other spots, you know, some little hood spots. You might not want to go there.
0: Sometimes <laughs> those be like the best
1: places. I know. <laughs>
0: so, i I personally would take those suggestions. Maybe other people would be like, "Okay, no, that's not for me." Yeah. <laughs> but I always find like you have to go to those spots to get like the best like food. music experience, the best food, like everything.
1: For sure.
0: Definitely. And so, I also want to know too because. Um, <laughs> A lot of artists, things have changed, of course. So a lot of artists are doing things independently, Mm -hmm. and they're looking to try and get like maybe a viral moment or grow their their fan base. So Mm -hmm. what advice would you give to a new artist that's looking to grow as the grow their fan base? I guess.
1: Um. Oh, to grow the fan. Okay, got you. Um. One I was gonna say of course being independent is, is a, a lot harder but i feel like it's more rewarding um takes a little longer but like i said i i would rather build organically build a fan base build with people and that i know that will f- forever like support me and um you know i feel like i'm i'm building that type of fan base to where they just you know they're going to go hard for me um as far as building the fan base I mean, I just say just put yourself out there. Like I started with over mic nights and um, you know, making content for YouTube, whether it was like doing covers. Um, but really I feel like it's just getting your getting your face out there. And like for me, it was just getting to the shows and like actually getting in front of the audience, letting them know that you can sing, not just putting out music and you know, being a studio artist. Um that's all I got. But just always be yourself and trust the process and you know, trust what whatever you feel in your heart. I feel like, you know, it won't steer you wrong. Um, and yeah.
0: And then what about, too, because we were talking about before, like, being a creative and getting into your head and being your worst uh, critic and stuff like that. So what do you do to kind of get out of your head? If there isn't anybody there, like your manager, pushing you forward, like, what are some things artists can do?
1: Um, I mean, I of praying and... <laughs> <laughs> um and just going for i don't i don't know i just kind of developed this mentality that you know i have nothing to lose okay just go for it um and at the end of the day like you just have to keep in mind that granny okay every song is not gonna be this big chop tartan song chop tart topping song wow that was a tongue twister <laughs> um but you know it's it's always somebody out there that, you know, that needs it. And, you know, different things resonate for different people. And so I just try to keep that in mind and just, you know, just know that everything is a purpose has a purpose, you know,
0: that is true very mm-hmm. much. So before we get into some R and B trivia, I do have a question for okay. you. Mm-hmm. So This is very different than from everything else that I asked. So if Aliens were to come to Earth uh-huh. <laughs> and you had to have them understand RB music. What are five songs you would make them listen to?
1: <laughs> jeez I don't know. Like, um oh wow, that's really, really hard. And then you said five songs,
0: or it could be three. I just thought three would have been like difficult today, just three So they songs. will
1: understand RB.
0: Yes. Oh, my God.
1: That's so hard because there's so many good songs and it's just like <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to say the wrong thing because it's going to be like,
0: boy. That ain't I don't okay. think there's a wrong answer. Like you said, there's so many good songs so I don't think there's a wrong one.
1: Okay. In my mind I would play it would have to be R. Kelly um What would I, what song would it be though? Anything R. Kelly for sure, but
0: what's the one I like? Damn, I'm
1: forgetting song. Bounce, 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 bounce.
0: Oh, Ignition.
1: Ignition. I would play R. Kelly Ignition. Okay. I I would play Give Me a Girl Group. Uh, Who am I thinking about? SWV Week.
0: Okay. And
1: I would play Usher. You got it bad.
0: Okay. <laughs> no, those are good. Those are good songs. so yeah. It would. so grab-
1: Fantasia. You got me waiting in there. I don't know why. Okay. That song, it just it gives me that. I don't know.
0: Okay, we gotta get some Fantasia in there. Okay, yeah. I like that. I like these choices. <laughs> it's good. I think yeah they'll they'll understand and they'll get it and yeah. I think they would like like it. I don't think they would be like oh no this is not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, so let's get into some R&B trivia. I'm going to ask you six questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them will be multiple choice. Some won't. Um, usually okay. the questions are pretty easy, but we'll see. Oh. Okay, so the first question, uh, this R&B singer is from Baltimore and is known for his hits, Let Me Love You and Just a Friend. Is it?
1: Mark.
0: Oh, see, you don't even need the multiple yeah. choice.
1: And it was easy when you gave me the songs. When you said "boss," Miles, I was like, "Wait a minute."
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, second question: uh, This singer started his career in the boy band Entune and later released his debut solo album Southside in
1: two thousand and four. Is it Lloyd?
0: Yes. That's okay. Right. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Third: uh, This singer, who was raised in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Was mentored by P. Diddy, but his career really took off in Atlanta when he hooked up with producer Jermaine Dupree. Is it usher? Yes.
1: Okay. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. So he was born in Chattanooga. I didn't know he was born in Chattanooga. Okay. No,
0: he was actually born in Dallas. Okay. Raised in Chattanooga. Okay. Gotcha. And then made his way to Atlanta.
1: Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay.
0: Learned something new. Even this one, too. I didn't know that I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. Um, the first part of it so this singer songwriter used to go by the name gogo but now goes by the same name as the main character from the movie the matrix
1: who the who's the main character i don't even know <laughs> yeah i didn't watch the matrix uh oh, okay <laughs> wait 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 was the main character in the matrix a man or a woman a man Oh, yeah, I don't
0: know. No? Okay. So the answer is Neo.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Okay.
0: (laughs) Well, at least you learned something new.
1: Yeah, I don't know The Matrix at all.
0: Yes. But I am happy that he did change his name from Gogo to Neo. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, question five. Mm. Which R&B group wanted their girl to meet them at the altar in their white dress?
1: Who is it? Getting no younger. So you uh, I know. Wait. You oh. need some options? I probably still won't get it, but yes.
0: Yes, you will. So is it 112, day 26, Jagged Edge, or Boys to Men?
1: <laughs> oh wow, I don't know. Wait, give me the options again.
0: 112.
1: It's not them. Because they got keep it.
0: Jagged Edge, or Boys to Men?
1: It's not Boys to Men. It gotta be Day 26 or Jagged Edge. And I'm gonna go with—I don't even know what Day 26. Oh, do I? I'm gonna go with Jagged Edge.
0: There you go. You got it okay. right. <laughs> I hope he leaves Day 26. <laughs> that
1: was okay. a, I know the song, though. I didn't know. Okay, I just didn't know the the, the group. Okay, got you. Yeah.
0: So it's Jagged Edge that sang that. Wow, okay. So the last question. See, mm-hmm. we're doing good. Only one you did not get. This is really good. This male R&B group is known for their classic hits like Phenon, Forever My Lady, and My Heart Belongs to You. It's a group from the 90s. Um. um... I could give you some options.
1: Wait, I want to try and get this. I don't know the songs. Okay, I'll take the options.
0: Okay, because I can't sing, so I'm. I'm hey, not...
1: the songs. Once I hear them, but just right now, yeah.
0: Okay, I'll give you options because she's not a singer. Okay. So, is it Silk, Shy, Jodeci, or Public Announcement?
1: I'm gonna go with Jodeci because I know Jodeci. There you go. Hey. <laughs>
0: you got it. Five out of six. Okay. Super, super dope. So thank you so much for playing RB Trivia.
1: Absolutely.
0: Gotta let the people know what you have coming up and where we can follow and keep up with you. Yes.
1: Uh, my name is Jay Howell. Follow me on Instagram at music one I have an album that's already out called Red Room. Make sure you go get that. Also, my new album, Honest, will be out September 9th on all platforms. And yeah, thank y'all for tuning in.
0: Thank you so much, Jay Howell, again for taking time out of your day to speak to me. I appreciate it. I love your music. I cannot wait for Honest to come out in September. Well, I
1: hope you love Honest as well.
0: <laughs> I probably will. Like your voice, like you could probably release an album talking about the alphabet and I'll be into it.
1: Your
0: <laughs> voice is just that good. Like, thank you. Love it, love it, love it. So thank you so much. And for everybody listening and watching, thank you so much. We are a biweekly podcast, so we will be back in two weeks with another interview.